Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt, and we're doing things a little bit differently today because instead of Luna, our resident goth, we have someone joining us who is a lot less gothy but only slightly less attractive. From the world-famous band, we have Doug Moe. Say hi, Doug. Hey, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> did I say what band or did I just say the world-famous band? World-famous band, you didn't say... The world famous band Leonardo Leonardo. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today, Doug? Excellent. Excellente. Yeah? All good. So uh, we're we're busting uh, Doug's podcasting uh, cherry tonight. Yeah, glad to be invited. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, for those curious, Luna has the laryngitis and can't talk at all. So uh, Doug has graciously uh, offered to step in her place for this episode and maybe... uh, be a guest in future ones if everyone enjoys us enjoys him i love it (laughs) so so if you do enjoy doug you can definitely follow us on goth and sloth on twitter and instagram and gmail and let us know that you want to hear more doug or you can also tell us like don't have doug on here ever again and that that was horrible (laughs) either way let us know (laughs) on on those mediums um and uh sorry my neighbors are I don't know what the hell they're doing, but you're going to have to hear that through this episode. Smashing ketchup packets with hammers on the carpet. Now it sounds that like sounds they got like a, a base. saw out. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Goth and Sloth on Instagram, Twitter, um, and uh, gothandsloth at gmail.com if you want to email us directly. Uh, anything you want to plug before we g- jump into it, Doug? No. Pretty much uh, do the band. I don't have anything else to plug. <laughs> oh, if people want to hear this awesome band, where, where can they hear that at? Oh, uh, SoundCloud at LeonardoLeonardoBand.com slash backslash SoundCloud. <laughs> or pretty much any social media. We also have our own website, LeonardoLeonardo.com. And it's got videos, music, pics. It's got all of our info. So LeonardoLeonardoBand.com. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, did I mess that up? You just said Leonardo, Leonardo. That's okay, oh, though, man. because okay. I plug it every time. Yeah, that's we are, we are being coy and, uh, you know, whatever, but we are in the same band, and that's <laughs> <laughs> how we know each other. Doug we, is the guitar extraordinaire. We share a stage, you know, once a month, so. Every you know. so often, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week we are discussing the 1994. 19... Yeah, there it is. Boom. It's in my notes. <laughs> Uh, we're discussing the 1994 movie Wolf, starring Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, and James Spader. And David Hyde Pierce. And David Hyde Pierce. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so brief uh, summary of this movie. Uh, it's directed by Mike Nichols, who did The Graduate and The Birdcage. So, oh, I love Birdcage. Yeah, the same director. Oh, man, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of gives you a glimpse of sort of what this movie is because he doesn't do any like big actiony or sci-fi or horror movies at all. Like he's very much a dramatic, uh, you know, long talking speeches kind of kind of guy. So uh, the general gist of the movie is Jack Nicholson plays a uh, editor in chief at a production or not production house, a printing house. Um, and he is like over the hill. Uh, the, the company is being bought out. He's being replaced by a younger version of himself. Um, his wife hates him. His wife's cheating on him. 
Um, but on his way home from Vermont, uh, Vermont, uh, he hits a wolf, which I guess uh, content warning: <laughs> a wolf does get hit in this. It it does survive though, and it's super fake. I'm pretty sure but... <laughs> no animals were hurt in the filming of this movie. This is but... true. <laughs> Uh, he hits it and he, he goes out to check on it and it bites his hand and he starts realizing uh, changes in his body are happening. You know, it's that special time in his life where he's finding hair in new places he re- never had hair. It reminded me of Spider-Man. Yeah. When he didn't bit. need the glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he like realizes, wait, I'm reading all these pages. I don't need glasses. And he goes out and like, here's the entire lobby. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he gains like wolf powers. It's very <laughs> yeah, it's very Spider Man-y. Um, and then uh, he kind of uh, you know uh, gets the gumption to break up with his wife from that and attacks the guy that he, he was having the affair with and uh, you know gets his job back and like the wolf becomes a good part of him. But then he learns the curse of this wolf is he will eventually turn into a wolf forever. If uh, you know, when this runs out, but he will live forever, but he'll be a wolf. And, uh, yeah, and then there's still more banging on the roof because they want to be dicks and be part of this podcast, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then, uh, you know, he, he turns out uh, his rival, who was the one sleeping with his wife, uh, we're going straight into spoilers because this is a 20-year-old movie. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it by now. I didn't see it by now. Um, so James Spader plays kind of his uh, company rivals, the one that's taking his job and sleeping with his wife. They uh, they mentioned numerous times it's his protege. His protege, yes. yes. Um, and he gets bit and becomes a werewolf, and there's a big old werewolf fight at the end, and uh, everybody dies. No, only, no, no one. James no, Spader. James dies. Spader dies, but he gets shot, but not with a silver bullet. But they also didn't just make random. that rule, though, in this movie either, okay. per se. I'm just going off of... Yeah, you know, off of general lore. General, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the general rundown of this movie. So, uh, what would you think of it overall, Doug? I honestly thought it was going to be super lame. Mm-hmm. And I actually enjoyed watching it. Yeah. It, 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 with, like, the first 20 minutes, I thought it was just going to be... Something I wasn't gonna want to sit through, but it, yeah, no, it, uh, no, it turned out to be a good movie. I mean, I'm not gonna like go out and buy it on DVD or right, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I got to watch it for free. I didn't oh, have nice. to rent it, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have to pay the three dollars on Amazon. But yeah, I, uh, no, I actually liked it. Yeah, no, it's it good. I remember this one, and this is why I picked this for the podcast. Is I remember it being a thing. And I swear I might have seen bits and pieces, but I don't remember anyone talking about it ever again. Like, it was a thing for, like, a little bit, and then it just disappeared. See, and I don't even remember it when you asked me about it. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, it's called Wolf. It's got Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know that one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, hit voice control on Xfinity. It came right up, and was like, wow, how did I miss this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also like eight or nine. Right. <laughs> when it came out, obviously my parents weren't going to let me watch that. <laughs> but, uh, well, what I thought was interesting about this one, uh, kind of right off the bat, is, uh, and also sort of why I picked it too, is um, 
I've heard the saying. It's usually about music, but it's it's an interesting saying. Is uh, if you want to know what a decade was like, don't listen or watch movies that everyone remembers. Watch the stuff that no one remembers, Ugh. and that's what that decade was like. And that's what I felt. This was super '90s in a way that's like not done. Well, it was funny because because when I was watching it, when he when he like is driving down the road, hits the wolf. Yeah. This guy's chief and editor at a law firm, publishing or law house. firm publishing house. They call it a, they call it a firm, but yeah, yeah it's a publishing house. Uh, and he was driving a Volvo 240. I'm yeah. pretty sure. And I'm like, you probably bring in six figures, and you're driving a Volvo 240. <laughs> like, I don't get it. But. <laughs> It's a very 90s car. <laughs> yeah. No, everything. Like, I noticed the suits were all very big. Everyone had yeah. very big suits. It's like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. Like, we all wore big suits. Well, when, I didn't. I wasn't I old enough. But. <laughs> you know, when he walks out of the office after, like, figuring out he doesn't need glasses. Yeah. And he walks out into the lobby, like, dumbfounded, like, passes the secretary. She mm. asks him something, and he just murmurs something and then goes out there. And like it looked very Dick Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> without the without the coat. Yeah. But it was all, yeah, very Dick Tracy ish. Yeah, everything suits. was yeah, everything's a little bit baggier. Like nothing was form fitted or like skinny fit as we yeah. kinda would see today. It's all big. And it was also weird to see David Hyde Pierce, like in Fraser, yeah. <laughs> with like really nice form fitted suit from the nineties and then like he's over there with he looking like uh dude from talking heads with yeah. like giant shoulder pieces and stuff like <laughs> it was weird <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> well and you notice the cars i noticed all the 90s computers like oh, uh, yeah, yeah. he asks uh, one of his friends at the office or whatever to look for a book about werewolves or uh like being having an animal spirit or something yeah. and he's typing it into fucking the blue screen yeah boss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like the running joke about how uh about how they could just smell whatever alcohol they had yeah. like hours ago. Like it wasn't just one time. It was numerous times like where he's like, yeah, lay off the tequila in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then he hears them talking about the same guy talking about like, oh, I put a drop of tequila in my coffee. Like no one puts a drop of tequila in coffee. Come on, man. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, the Jack Nicholson says, yeah, stop telling people that you didn't have coffee. Right. <laughs> and then the Michelle Pfeiffer thing at the end with the detective and she's like should i get you a drink i think you like uh vodka sodas yeah so i like that that was a running joke yeah they kept doing that yeah <laughs> what are you drinking yeah and that's um yeah and actually surprisingly i didn't check my notes but i did write in my notes spider-man wolf so yeah, yeah it was <laughs> very it was very spider-man-y in that scene where he kind of like starts like turning the gears yeah it's it's that part of any superhero thing, like especially in that time too. But it's just like I'm figuring out my powers. Holy crap! I can do this. It's it's just grown up puberty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was hoping it would. I mean, it didn't go into this, but Robert Kirkman has a very good comic book called uh, The Astounding Wolfman, which okay. is a werewolf that becomes a superhero. Oh, I, was I like, don't know that one. Oh, are they gonna do that? <laughs> But it's like, oh wait, no, that this director is not gonna do that. We're gonna have a discussion about <laughs> werewolves. 
Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, so there was a couple. You mentioned David High Pierce. There's a couple funny cameos I noticed. Did you notice Ross from Friends was one of the police officers that went to arrest him in the park? No. Yeah. Ross? Ross, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking Chandler. Oh, Never mind. Yeah. No, Ross, the big uh, squirrely dude with the black hair. I don't know. I don't like Friends that much. I get it mixed up. The guy with the drug problem? Uh, or the guy that was in the uh, show where he was like a chef and his wife died? I don't know either of those. The good-looking guy <laughs> or the drug, <laughs> drug-riddled looking guy? That's something Perry, right? No. That's not too Yeah, Matthew Perry is Chandler. Okay. So not Chandler. Okay. So yeah, Ross. Okay, I know who you're talking about. The sister of... Or the sister. The brother of... Uh, the... What's her name in there? I don't know. Courtney Cox? Yeah, I yeah. I don't know her character's name. Yeah, but, yeah. but she plays she plays his sister. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. No, I didn't notice that. Oh, man. And there was another one. That's something um, I would have noticed, because that guy look, looks really good, man. Yeah, it was really quick. Like It must have been like one of his early, like this oh, is pre-Friends. And I only mostly know that, because whenever I go to my parents' house, my mom's been watching Friends a lot. Oh, yeah. And so okay. I've been catching it, and it's terrible. It is yeah. just as bad as I thought it was. I tried. <laughs> Over the last couple months, and because it's just been on all the time, yep. especially with like the reunion thing they got going on. So, yep. yeah, uh, still don't know all their names. I just know uh, Rachel because the the Rachel haircut, and that was Jennifer Aniston, and she looks exactly the same. Actually, I think she looks better now. Okay, I can see I'm that. Throw that out there. I can see that. <laughs> Okay. And then the other funny notice I saw was uh, Richard Jenkins was one of the detectives. Uh, the dad from Step Brothers. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know his name. <laughs> it took me forever to figure it out. But yeah, he was the main detective yeah. that showed up looking for Jack Nicholson's Jack character. Nicholson's character. Will, yeah, William? No. I blanked on all the names. I just know them as Jack Nicholson and James Yeah, Spader. it's just, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Well, because he kind of was just playing Jack Nicholson. Like, he wasn't, a, like, a character. It's like really. a typecast thing yeah. where, like, what was that Adam Sandler movie where he played, like, the psychiatrist? It's it's all the same. Like he's, Oh, uh, yeah, Anger Management. Anger Management, yeah. yeah. It's, every Jack Nicholson movie, I see, even, like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, is just, it's Jack Nicholson. It's uh, He's got some that he's pretty different in. The like Joker. In okay, okay. And, I'll give you that. Um, there's a couple others. I think he was different in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and uh, The Shining too. I think he was pretty different. I think that was half and half. <laughs> the crazy one was Jack Nicholson. Yeah. The <laughs> the calm calm guy in the beginning. The calm guy in the beginning was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty Jack Nicholson. And then no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go 180. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, the all all fun and no play makes Jack a dull boy was pretty Jack Nicholson. There you go. Uh, speaking of The Shining, though, the opening was super Shining-esque. Did you notice that? I don't know if they meant that on purpose, but it was like uh, music playing, and he was driving down like a yeah. windy road. I also thought that was... I wasn't sure like what effects they used for that, because I didn't think they just stuck a camera out of moonroof. Yeah. <laughs> it looked sort of like they did, but it just didn't look like if I looked out of moonroof. I don't know if they had any sort of effect on it or anything, but it did yeah. look weird to me. Yeah, they 
Yeah, I don't know. I think they might have also done a day for night shot there where they just make it darker, where they just film during the day. Oh, okay. And put some filters on it. But yeah, it just reminded me of The Shining. It's like, oh, the beginning is just The Shining because they got Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he's just driving. <laughs> so, uh, and I do have to point this out. I know it annoys people on the internet, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, this movie is the Joker who bangs Catwoman, who then gets in a fight with Ultron at the end. So I was, I wasn't gonna bring that up because I didn't think it would be too relevant. But I thought it'd be funny. But I'm like, no, this is the first time I'm on here. I'm just gonna not do that because I figured you would already bring it up. Uh, and I did. <laughs> so yeah, um, and I kind of met. I'm glazed over that in my uh, kind of synopsis is uh, yeah Jack Nicholson's love interest in this movie after he breaks up with his wife is Michelle Pfeiffer who is the daughter of the guy who bought out his publishing house. Yeah, it's a whole weird tangled web of work and fucking. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and uh, she's way too young for him, even in that time. Like, Yeah, that's what weird. I was thinking. <laughs> like, I know some women like older guys, but jesus yeah when they like, got when they he's got, not he's no george clooney yeah like exactly. he's no brad pitt yeah he he's not aged gracefully especially in this movie yeah and you're like and when they got to the sex scene i was like please don't show me jack nicholson's butt please don't <laughs> no. show me jack yeah, i thought that too <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so she was playing kind of like this uh almost femme fatale in a way at least at the beginning because she meets him at the party yeah that his boss threw and also it was the party that he told uh, her that, uh, or Jack Nicholson was laid off at. <laughs> yeah, and she just is like, here, finish my drink. Yeah, have more booze. And he's like, just takes it. And it's like, I mean, mono, stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to pass mean, up a free drink, but, you know. <laughs> We're just hypersensitive now, Doug. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't have a pandemic in the 90s that they had to just go through. <laughs> but yeah um but she was an interesting character i thought um because uh i don't know like the way the powers work i guess we can call the powers the way the werewolf worked in this is it kind of de-aged him on top of a lot of stuff yeah um so i think uh and as that went he got closer to her so i don't know if that was like a uh, like a confidence thing or like just confident like maybe like primal yeah some sort of like yeah some sort of primal feeling because um, he also did find out his wife was cheating on him yeah by like sniffing the collar of her dress yeah and then just automatically like goes down to James Spader's place and just goes crazy yeah <laughs> I mean not goes crazy just like bites him gets confirmation and then it's a whole thing yeah <laughs> did like the line where he's like are you sick and he goes i was bit by a wolf like <laughs> i'd love to use that line yeah i was bit by a wolf yeah like <laughs> hey i'm calling in to, i'm calling in sick to work oh what happened oh, i was bit by, a wolf. bit by a wolf and just leave it at that like no explanation nothing just I was bit by a wolf. Yeah. Like, that's what happens. <laughs> I, don't know if the, I don't know if you call it a running gag, but there was a constant running thing, too. Like, you got bit by a wolf in Vermont? Yeah. There's no wolves like, in, Vermont. No wolves in Vermont. <laughs> but I also thought something that was weird 
was when he does get bit and then the wolf runs off it shows a whole pack yeah like is it a whole pack of werewolves or is it just a wolf in wolf disguise yeah or werewolf in wolf's disguise i don't know because yeah it makes you think like is there like a whole pack in this world were those all people yeah eventually turned into wolves because in the rules of this world um which i'll get into a second uh in the rules of this world you turn into a werewolf forever after a certain point yeah see that's what i didn't get because i was like was it a full moon that night yeah, I don't know if they but really do the full moon I think they thing. show it in the beginning with that weird sunroof yeah. scene. I mean, there, there's a full moon at the beginning for sure, but I don't know if that was one of the rules that it always has to be. But like a werewolf, like in normal, yeah. like in a, not normal, because it's not a thing, <laughs> but in a, yeah, in like regular werewolf rules from lore is like you're a half man, half wolf on a full moon. Yeah. You're never really a full wolf wolf woof <laughs> full wolf wolf but yeah i don't know that was kind of weird that i thought it was a full-on wolf and then when they show its face it's weird because it doesn't look full wolf yeah but i also think that was just bad uh puppetry it was 94 <laughs> i mean like they're pretty obvious i mean people <laughs> people think the people think the your moon landing was fake but yeah like, but we can't had, can't get a wolf puppet that doesn't look like yeah garbage. exactly yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that is something we've brought up on the show before. So, um, in the Wolf Man, we discussed he was a bipedal werewolf, like he's a wolf man. Yeah. But in American Werewolf in London, he was a wolf wolf. This one does both. For most of the movie, yeah, he's a wolf man or a bipedal wolf man. But then, with the rules, you become just a wolf at the end. Like, uh, when the curse runs its course or whatever, you end up just being a wolf. Yeah, because that guy says uh, it, like, feeds inside you until the first full moon, and then you become a wolf right after yeah. or something, I think. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, it, like, it, like, takes control after the first full moon. Yeah, so he tracks down this guy that wrote this book about... Uh, being enchanted by animals or something um, and he basically is the filler for all the rules he's the uh, the Romani <laughs> people in the Wolfman who gives him all the rules and yeah that's a new rule that we haven't seen on the show yet is the you turn into a full wolf um, uh, every other one was more like you're just a wolf you're whatever you're a wolf man forever now but this one you'll eventually just turn into the wolf. Yeah. And then that guy also wants him to bite him. Yeah. Because he's like terminally ill. Right? Yeah. So yeah, he'll be, uh, you'll be an immortal wolf forever. Yeah. And he would rather be a wolf. And than even die. like Jack Nicholson's like, you want to live forever? Right. Like he was like, he, if this is all true, he accepts that fate, but doesn't want to give it to that guy. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of a, a crazy like turn where yeah. that guy because he's uh i believe he's native american i um, think yeah i don't know if they something. really said they made him kind of just like generic foreign i don't know if they said but exactly like, where I, that's what i figured because the whole wolf lobo thing like yeah. i figured it was going with that um which i don't know man would you rather live forever 
and be a werewolf? Be a wolf. Or would you... No, not in that one. If you would just be a werewolf. So once a month, you got to like chain yourself in. But you get to live forever. Oh, yeah. I'd do that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I would. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if it meant turning into a wolf at the end, though, that would suck. No, that, that would suck because then you just... Yeah, you would just... You have to shit outside all the time. That's no fun. You don't like to do that? No. <laughs> Jeez, you haven't lived, man. <laughs> uh, a couple other funny parts I know. So, um, he sleeps with Mich- at Michelle Pfeiffer's house, and then goes on, turns into a wolf in the middle of it, and runs off in the woods and has like a crazy adventure. No, that was a hotel. No, the first time he slept oh, at her house, and sorry, then went out the you're window. Right. But when he was run, when he woke up and thought he had a concussion and just slept, slept walk or whatever, when he ran back to his car, he's doing the long chainy like Wolfman run. He's like all hunched over. <laughs> That's he's right. Like, I forgot is that about on that. Purpose or is he just running weird? <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> the director was like, "Don't run like a person. Run like you don't know how to run." Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was funny, and I don't know if that was like a per, like a send up to the werewolf or what that was, but I noticed that. And then um, another time when he did escape the hotel room, yeah, that's he, what I'm thinking. And he went of. to Central Park and uh, killed some gang members. Um, and then the next day, he found fingers in his suit jacket. Yeah, he two just, fingers. He just yeah. threw those in the sink and walked away. Yeah, I got that there, too. There's like a jan- what janitor is gonna be like? It was uh, it was two fingers, and there was something else in there too. Um, I wish I would have wrote it down because he pulls the fingers out seconds, but yeah, throws it in the sink, and then just like leaves, just walks away. Like, you're not gonna put that stuff back in your pocket, throw it away, like Some, wrap it up in some paper towel, and yeah, somewhere where something. a janitor's just not gonna be like, oh, there's fingers in the sink yeah. here with a ring on it, yeah. <laughs> like, and then they did bring it back. So, uh, yeah. Um, so we didn't mention this before, but we'll get into it. Is uh, so halfway through the movie, maybe a little bit more. Uh, his wife dies, the one that was cheating on him, and uh, they never really say if he killed her because at this point, uh, J- uh, James Spader, who's the one he bit, was also kind of being wolfishy. Yeah, and it was it was cool because. You kind of find out at the police station because Michelle Pfeiffer goes to give her like statement. Yeah, and he's he's there to give his statement because he wants the job and all that, and he wants him convicted and all yeah. that. So she's been around Jack Nicholson, kind of gets what's going on with him, and then sees the same things going on with James Spader. Yeah. So she kind of gets it and then leaves because she knows she's gonna be done yeah if he uh if he gets her so i thought that was pretty cool that was no that's where it was, I was a crazy turn yeah no that's when i was finally happy with james spader because i love james spader but he's the best when he's creepy and weird oh yeah and he didn't get creepy and weird until like near the end of the movie and they they do that thing with his eyes yeah they make him in the police station yeah. so like you kind of get it yeah so like you're get. oh yeah he's he's wolfing or something but yeah he gets uber creepy at the end and like yeah. that's that's no oh, that's tasty james spader right there oh the best yeah, yeah that's like robert <laughs> california telling a weird story <laughs> <to James Spader. laughs> it was funny because i can never remember his name because i always want to call him david spader 
I just know him as Robert California. Yeah. So I'm like watching him. I'm like, it's Robert California. I was like, what's that guy's name? David Spader? No, it's David Spade. James Spader? No. And then uh, James Spacey. So it's a whole like <laughs> weird thing. And then I eventually was like, okay, I got to look this up. I'm, I'm confusing too many names. Because, <laughs> yeah, he was... Uh pretty lame through most of it like he's just kind of a swarmy like 90s businessman yeah but yeah when he goes full-on creepo i'm like oh yeah now he's got that he's got that uh <laughs> the like uh what do you call that like a v-neck sweater yeah <laughs> he's like when he drives up to michelle michelle pfeiffer's place yep and the security guard like he gets into it with the security guard yeah oh that was cool yeah when he's yeah. like uh, I'm here to see whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah, I need to see a license. Doesn't he just, like, run the guy over? No, he, he says something like, have you seen her? Yeah. Something about how he'd, like, do her. So I can't remember what the what the saying was. Oh, yeah. He says something. Yeah, and then he backs up. The guy tells him, like, <clears throat> back up. And then he runs the guy down through the gate. Yeah. <laughs> and it's terrible effects. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, but that's where there's also, I guess, a trigger warning is there is some very rapey scenes at the end, too. Yeah, and they're all slow motion. Yeah. Uh, which you don't usually get in a rapey scene. Yeah. So it made it even more intense. Like, I knew where they were going with the movie. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't going to be anything <laughs> crazy. But, yeah, you do get to see, like, upskirt, lifted, James Spader, yeah, like licking the close side enough. of her face. Yeah, it gets, it gets intense, but not like uh, Last House on the Left or anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of James Spader werewolf, this is the first time on this show we've gotten a werewolf v werewolf fight, and it sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was also all slow motion. It was all slow motion. They just like kind of wrestled and jumped at each other yeah that was about it. not a lot of biting scratching no i mean wolves i'm sure don't punch right no opposable <laughs> thumbs or anything or grab yeah. but uh yeah it was long too yeah it went for a while <laughs> <laughs> it's in a horse barn and like there's this whole part where Jack Nicholson like can't turn into a werewolf because he has his pendant on gave, given to him by the uh, shaman guy. Yeah. I can't remember, but uh, he finally like rips it off when Michelle Pfeiffer is getting attacked. But the whole time I'm like, just jump over the gate. I watched James Spader jump <laughs> like forty feet. Like you're not that old. You can do it. Right. <laughs> and then it takes him like four times yeah. to get over the gate. That was a whole thing that just rubbed me the wrong way. And then he finally does in this whole lame fight scene. And yeah. Yeah. Well, part of what was lame too, and we haven't really gotten into it yet, is the uh, the werewolf effects. The look of the wolf was awful. It's Hugh Jackman with fangs. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just sideburns and fangs. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they give those like really shitty, like, fingernail things oh to where, yeah like, yeah they yeah. can't even like use their hands but yeah you can tell they can't use their hands it's like finger extensions yeah. like prosthetics <laughs> over the finger yeah it was a whole it, yeah the, oh, the, man. the wolf, werewolf effect was terrible terrible in this. yeah it they had like the underbite jaw sideburns crazy hair 
And then also something that I thought was weird was um, when, sorry, I got to go back to the, <clears throat> go back to like halfway through. Yeah. But when he, when Jack Nicholson got bit and he takes the bandaid off, there's just a bunch of hair around the bite. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say Jack Nicholson's a hairy body hair <laughs> like guy anyway. Like, but it just looked like a hairy We'll just leave it. it. Just looked hairy. Just looked hairy. You know what I'm. You know what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's a bite mark. It's a cut. Looked hairy. Yep. And yeah, um, I thought that was weird. That like there was a bunch of hair there when he's not a werewolf, but then like he has to go full werewolf to go full werewolf. I don't yeah, know. It's and yeah, it does not look good at all. It's. No, Very bad. the hair thing was super weird yeah. on the hands. Yeah. And he's like cutting it, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just, it's it's 1994, man. Just take a razor and shave it. It's all like, good. Yeah, you're not gonna cut yourself. Like, <laughs> you get they got a little bar of lotion. There's three razors. Yeah, you're gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know if we're gonna make this part of the show or not, but we'll discuss it this time. So, uh, what do you think the werewolf in this meant? What What's the meaning of the werewolf? So what I kind of got from it was in the beginning. I think he had a feeling that his wife was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. He was going to be accepting and losing his job yeah. to his protege. And he just kind of just coasted through a lot of stuff and just accepted it. And then after being bit by the werewolf, he got more of this like alpha male if you want to call it that, like, mm-hmm. behavior. And, you know, confronted James Spader, his wife. Uh, his boss. Did the or... whole, like, runarounds to get a new contract to where he'd get his job back. And mm-hmm. James Spader had, like, no part in getting it because even if he did get fired or anything, uh, he got to name his own, like, replacement, stuff yeah. like that, so... Yeah, I think it kind of just made him more alpha yeah. than beta. I kind of hate using that because right. I don't agree with the whole thing, but um, I think that's kind of where it went before that was a thing. Yeah, no, that's my thinking too, exactly. It, the word even wasn't around yet, but I think, yeah, it represented toxic masculinity. Yeah. And I think that's what was the point of them turning into werewolves or wolves forever is I think it was like a cautionary, like... If you, you know, act like this, there's a point where you can never come back from it. You'll always... Ooh, that's good. You always like have to be a dick, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't think about that. And, like, it can start... The way it starts, it feels good, and that's when he's getting his job back, and he, you know, told off his wife and, all, you know, all that yeah. stuff. But then it starts going too far at a point, and that's the killing people and yeah. you know, losing control. But... uh yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page. This one, I think, yeah, the werewolf was masculinity as a as a whole. Or I also had one one also, sorry, one other thing about the uh, about a weird moment in the movie. Yeah, did you notice his ears twitching when he was hearing in the lobby? Yeah, I was like, does he know how to do that, or are they like, like got yeah string on his ears? Oh, it's super weird. Like, <laughs> how does he twitch his ears? I don't know. Maybe Jack Nicholson can wiggle his ears. I can't. But. Man. 
dude's talented. Wish I could. I just want to bring that. It was on my notes. I just want to bring yeah. that up before before we like got to the ending and stuff. But yeah, the the ear twitching thing. I couldn't get over that. That was, yeah, weird. that was weird. I'm pretty sure there was just somebody behind him off camera, like <laughs> pushing his ear with a finger. Because <laughs> because there was no blank space. Yeah, it was cheek and ear and yeah. hair the whole time. So I'm like, was someone just pushing that earlobe? <laughs> <laughs> or the back of the not the low but the back of the ear yeah that could be yeah <laughs> i did notice that too like yeah it's, it's a weird scene um so uh let's get to the ranking of the transformation in this right. so on, you have to explain this to me all right so we're ranking uh how well the transformation from man to wolf is on a scale from pup being a really weak lame transformation to okay. full-on werewolf like that's amazing the best transformation where would you put the on this one okay so my version of that scale would be puppy to like underworld lichen sure <laughs> so i'm gonna go between just seeing a little puppy and between that and teen wolf so teen wolf would be like four okay no no buffy no teen wolf so like the real shitty, just terrible like hair implant, Teen yeah. Wolf. Uh, what's the guy's name? Michael J. Fox. Yes. Yep. Guy that make can make the best martinis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So if that's a five, I would go like a like a two or a three, because all they really did was just just make him look like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, no, I would. Uh, I'd even, like Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, I'd give it even lower. I'd say, so yeah, this is full, like, puppy. Like, they barely tried. With the transformation itself, they barely tried, even if at all. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. So, yeah, it would be uh, would be puppy. Yeah. Like, okay. They did not even try for a transformation in this. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> you could tell when they had that scene with. Uh, with Nick, uh, Jack Nicholson where he's like running through the park yeah and he jumps on like that like jumps on the rock and he's yeah. on all fours you know that's not that guy that's not Jack Nicholson at you all you know it's <laughs> like he's old he's not gonna he's not gonna he's not gonna be on strings and jump on four legs and stuff and you could just tell like it wasn't him yeah I mean good on them for trying to help you yeah. know but yeah don't wanna you know, screw anyone out of a job. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just, yeah, underbite, sideburns, prosthetic yeah. finger. And then, like yeah, just... the, the transformation into that, I don't even know if they really showed much at all, really. It was just sort no, of... No, it, it yeah. kind of cuts out between... Yeah. There's, like, uh, you would see, like, Jack Nicholson, and then it would cut to, like, a horse being freaked out, like, bucking... And then it would come back and like, oh, he's got sideburns. Yeah. And then it would go like back to a horse and then it would go back to him. And he's like, oh, he's got fangs now. Yeah, he's got the underbite now. There was no like, I mean, I get it. It's 94. CGI wasn't good. I saw Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but our, uh, you know, our last movie we did on this is American Werewolf in London. And that was in 81. Yeah, but that was, uh, who did that one? West, Cr- no, it wasn't West. No, Cr- was it was, it? uh. Landis did that one. Okay. It was a director. Uh, this but, guy also did Birdcage. There's yeah. no CGI in there. <laughs> There's no CGI in this, yes. Uh, yeah, so weirdly enough, 
The movie is interesting, but almost the werewolf stuff was the least interesting part of this werewolf movie. Yeah, I liked more the storyline versus yeah. them just being werewolves. Yeah, when it <laughs> when it went into like trying to do more werewolf stuff, it got lamer. And then, uh, it, yeah, but the werewolf stuff was just too bad. So too bad, too sad for our first uh, werewolf on werewolf. Well, werewolf. we also didn't talk about the ending. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, there's a twist ending. What's that? Yeah. Twist? Uh, so she, so Michelle Pfeiffer, she get him a plane ticket. Yeah, she was gonna. Yeah, she but he doesn't go right? right. They think he went, but he's gonna be a wolf now. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he went full wolf. And um, the detectives, who one of them is the dad and stepfathers or stepbrothers, <laughs> stepfathers, man. Um, yeah, he uh she does the running gag of the like knowing what he drank before they came over. Yep. And she was like, Oh, can I get you a drink? Vodka soda and then like walks off and you're like, Oh, she's a werewolf. But I don't think she was ever bit. Yeah, I didn't see it. She was part of that tumbling fight. But I don't, I don't remember her ever getting there was, bit either. There was never yeah. a scene where she got bit or they made like a, a thing about it. Yeah. So does having sex with a werewolf make you a werewolf? Is that an STD? Maybe it is. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> So yeah, and that's like where it ends. She's just a... She's a werewolf now. Yeah, doesn't it do like the cheesy like thriller like she turned around and had the wolf eyes? I kind of remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz the the detective says how did she know what we had to drink before we sh- we came here or something like that. Yeah. And then she's walking down the pathway, goes out the gate and turns around and it does the little like shifty eye scene. Yeah. <laughs> and then you you figure out she's a werewolf. So yep. Which uh, seems like a setup to a sequel, but there was never, at this point, <laughs> uh, I always like to bring up if there's ever any sequels or remakes or anything, and no, this is completely on its own, never to be revisited again. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anything else to add about uh, 1994's Wolf? Don't think so. Yeah. I think we pretty much covered everything yeah. that I can think of. It's it's interesting. Like I said, it's a good time capsule of what the 90s really were, especially early 90s. And like we both said, it's it's more in the plot lines more interesting than the actual werewolf stuff. Yeah. So if you're looking for like a horror movie werewolf, this is not it. This it could have been any monster. Yeah. Like they could have been like vampires or Frankenstein's monster or anything, and it would have been the same thing. Same movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say if you want a dramatic werewolf movie <laughs> uh, with really creepy James Spader, I'd say uh, yeah, Wolf would be up your alley if you if you're in that weird of mood. So I think that'll bring us to the next part of our show. We don't have a name for it yet, but uh, what are we reading and watching, and uh, what are you watching in life? What are your recommendations for things? I don't think I really have any. Uh, nothing really new. Just been kind of recapping on some old stuff. Uh, obviously, Simpsons. Yeah. Watching a ton of that. 1 through 12. And then... Just a lot of cartoons. Um, season 2 of Dave is coming on. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, not Dave is, no. It's a pretty funny show. Okay. Uh, I won't go into it, but I've been recapping the first season just okay. to get ready for the second one. 
And then I started getting into vinyl, which was like a show on HBO for a bit. Okay, yeah, I don't remember that one. It's like a, it's like a show where there's like a, like a record label, like okay. a rep for a record label, is kind of going out. Like, it's kind of the time where like Motown's going out. Okay, and then I think it's I going do. into like, yeah. punk rock glam, not glam, like punk like yeah. New York Dolls, yeah, kind of stuff. And uh, so he's trying to transition like the label into that. Okay. Um, and it was a cool show. I got into it. I watched like two episodes, and then I never watched it again. But I've been kind of getting back into that. Okay. Um, cool. But nothing really out there. Um, Loki. Yeah. Keeping up with Loki. Loki too. Yeah. Keeping up with that. And then, yeah, just waiting for Black Widow to come out. Nice. So. Yeah, I've been uh, well. I've been still on my Brad Pitt watch through, and I got to a River Runs Through It, uh, which after Cool World, heard of it, but I don't nice... know the movie. <laughs> uh, it's sort of like a slice of life kind of thing, like 1920s Montana. Okay, and there's a lot of fishing. Um, it's it it's fine. Like I enjoyed it, but it's when you get off of Cool World, which is hot garbage. Like that was one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, you're like, okay, Brad Pitt's like made a turn in his career now. We're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's shot really well because it's directed by Robert Redford. So oh, like, really? he knows how to shoot stuff really well. So that was cool. Um, I just watched Hellfest yesterday, and that's really good. So What's that's that one? a horror movie. Uh, it's a slasher movie that takes place in a like a haunted a big haunted house area, like corn mazes and multiple haunted houses, like a horror theme park almost okay but he's able to get away with the slashers in the slashing because everyone's like oh it's part of the show it's like when we went to the haunted corn maze yeah (laughs) people could have died yeah and you wouldn't have known it (laughs) and you wouldn't know any better (laughs) okay that was a good one that was when they had the saw room remember that yeah (laughs) and like no one would go to it yeah well like the guy with the key yeah so they play (laughs) We won't get too off topic, but it's a funny story. <laughs> is yeah, you go into this room and it slams the door shut, and they play the uh, the tape from when uh, Amanda had to cut the key out of the guy's stomach, and there's like a guy in the corner, and it's like oh, obviously the key's on him, and it was yeah. he didn't have to dig in him; it was just on him, and it, yeah, no one wanted to touch it. And Doug's <laughs> like, no, you you grab it. Just grab the key, man. And I was like, okay. It's I like, want to go to the next part. It's like, that's just a stuffed guy anyways. And then I pick it up and he just starts screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it like... scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, fuck that corn maze. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Hellfest. What else have I been watching? Uh, I had a weekend with like no movies because we had that show and then Father's Day. and I have been meaning to uh, <laughs> pick back up on Invincible. Oh, yeah, you got to finish that. Yeah, no, I'm like two episodes in, and I just got caught up in other stuff. So Um, I've been seeing a bunch of ads on it because apparently Internet's been listening to me. Yeah. (laughs) So I keep talking about, like, how I need to, like, start getting back on there, and then just keep putting ads on there. So I got to get back on that. So Yeah. Oh, that's another one. Rick Rick and Morty's back. Yeah. I watched the first episode. I haven't watched the one from, uh, we're recording this on a Monday, so I didn't watch the one from yesterday yet. Oh. Yeah, I haven't either. I I saw the one with the Narnia room. Nope. I haven't seen that one. This kept calling it Narnia. Don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
I'll watch it tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, that's been good. Oh, the one episode I saw is good. So yeah. Um, so I think that's about it. So let's uh, wrap this up. Um, if you want to uh, contact the show, once again, it's Goth and Sloth on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Gmail. Um, uh, you can catch me on Twitter at wizard underscore Matt or Wizard Cosplay on Instagram. And I think I'm Pharaoh Wizard on uh, the TikToks. Um, and I think that's it. And uh, do you do you want to plug anything else last minute? Just Leonardo. Just Leonardo, Leonardo stuff like. All right. Yeah, Leonardo, Leonardo Band dot com. I don't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next week, if you want to watch along with us, we're going to be uh, reviewing Dog Soldiers. Hopefully, Luna will be back and feeling better. Uh, but 2004 film. It's one of her picks. I have not seen it, so this should be. Uh, very interesting we don't have a good way to end this show yet so uh you know watch out for that full moon sounds good to me that's an ending yeah sure <laughs> works out <laughs> <laughs>